All right, here we go. Welcome back, Community Christian Church. We're going to do it today. We're going to finish the Book of Romans. Yay! It's been... Months. <laughs> almost a year. Something like that. Almost a year. Pretty good year. Like. It was a great year! <laughs> oh, yes! All right, so... Um, announcements? Um, yeah, you can't hear Mary. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a given. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's because I don't have my ears on. I'm talking loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, boy, you sure suck that down. Yeah, it's a great year. We're going to finish. No, after that. Six o'clock. I wouldn't say after that. Oh, announcements. Okay. I think oh, we have Saturday, Saturday off, yeah? Yeah. Saturday, yeah. we are Saturday. off. Right? Yeah, no, we're good. Oh, well. Good luck, guys. Have fun. Yeah, me and I'm with Jake. We have something going on there. Oh, no, I'm That's sorry. I'm going to take Jerry to the doctor. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake. If I can't help you, I'm going to take Jerry to the doctor. <laughs> um, just kidding. You, you might see me there. It just depends. If I can get that window in on Friday. Oh, you already got it. Only one of them. Wait a minute. Oh, Wait yeah, a minute. Dude. You're talking about um, Friday or Saturday? Friday. Uh, it's good news night. That's oh, like I won't be here. What? It... Maybe Wednesday. We'll see. No, he's going to be here Friday. Oh. He's talking about the work day. Oh, yeah. that's Saturday. I got to get a window in. Take Saturday. Rapido. Very soon. Very soon. I'm running out of time. Okay, what? Well, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Take tomorrow. I wish I could. <laughs> Give me your boss's number. I'll get you the day Hey, okay, so we have Bible um, study Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, Bible study Tuesdays and Thursdays, and right. Sunday will be so Saturday workday, Sunday church, 10 a.m. Be there, be cool, be awesome, be uplifting, don't and, be wrong. Amen. Amen. Right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Parachute. Parachute. Parachute works. Um, round is a shape. <laughs> Man, well, yeah, that's right. That time in shape. I'm not getting into the shape talk. All right, so let's uh, let's pray in and we'll get started. And we might make it to Mark today. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Earlier, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you for uh, uh, everything uh, you've given us, Lord. Thank you for all the blessings and thank you for letting us see those as blessings, Lord. We really appreciate that. Um, bless the study ahead in Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we left off with Romans 16, 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I doubted myself so much after the beginning of 16. <laughs> What'd you get out of the beginning? Right. So I'm just going to read from 17 all the way to the end. Amen. And then we'll go through it. Should be fairly quick because it's still uh Sounds good, boss. it's about greeting people and stuff. The seventeenth pretty good. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause division and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of the naive people. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I rejoice because of you. 
But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my co-worker, sends his greetings to you. As do Lucius, Jason, Sosipater, my fellow Jews. Oh yeah, that's way better. Sosipater, Sosipater. I, uh, I, Tertius, who wrote down the Sorry, I don't. It's okay. You're good. I'm from Rome. Who wrote down this letter? Greet you as uh, <laughs> greet you in the Lord. <laughs> Skip over the names. I said the name. Okay, Tertius. <laughs> that was the first one. You skipped to one of the second ones. He hasn't hit the second one. I haven't hit that one Okay. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you his greetings. Erastus, who is the city's director of public works, and our brother, Cordus, sends that you their greeting. Now to him who is able, establish you in accordance with the gospel. The message I proclaim about Jesus Christ in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all Gentiles might come to obedience that comes from faith. To the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yep. Your sound? Oh, I feel like I read that. Oh. To the only wise yeah, people who are forever I feel like I read it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. should have been. Yeah. Here's my have in the footnote. I'm sure it does. Some manuscripts include here, oh. may the grace be of, okay. of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. 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 Just like Matt says all the time on Sundays. Yeah, amen, amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, nobody's There's listening. There's a story anymore. about the. <laughs> I thought we had our eyes. There's all a right. person that had a problem with him saying amen all the time. Did he end up being a good friend um, before he passed away, too? But at first, he just he was he was shaking angry when he said it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I had a nervous tip. <laughs> For saying amen all the time? Well, didn't you have a couple? Did you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> and then I went back and watched the videos, and I did say a lot, but mine, everything, but... Y
So like every time I made a statement that I thought was fantastic, so be it. So be it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Say lost. You know, it's, it's anyways. Amen. He was an older guy. He used to be Santa Claus inside his village. Yeah, he really was. Oh. Yeah, he usually does. He was the mayor of Sky Forest and stuff. <laughs> anyway, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> it's like getting to be a normal thing. Not that important, but maybe it would. <laughs> Everyone else is turning down their phones now. Hi, Mom. We're in Bible study. Yeah, I knew that today when I went to visit her. Hi, Shirley. Everybody hears you. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Shirley. You're in our prayers. Bye bye. My mom never All right. So we're 17 and we're ready. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions. We're reviewing them. Did you guys want to just end there? We get this in there. Okay, Mark, it is. We just forget about what those last pieces is. Mark, it is. We're all getting on the same page. We all want to go to Mark so bad. Let's do this. We're all right. We'll get into Mark. All right. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. What was the question? About my dad. About it's a fruitless tree. Oh, fruitless tree. <laughs> oh, you like that? No. No means no. Oh. Alright, back to the Bible study. It was out uh, of my arm. I was pulling pull mistletoe out of the tree and the tree branch goes. Tree archer. Yeah. Gnarly. The fence. Yeah, back to the Yeah, older, you get really thin skin. I like bleeding. Get over here and sit down. You're telling me. Sit down. Okay. So you ever listen to her anyway? You. <laughs> oh, okay. And she's like, that's why she didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so what? What he, I, I like what he's saying here, and it's something we should be mindful of too. Is um, when when we spend time in the Word, the Holy Spirit teaches us, and and um, and then you can hear something out there, and and sometimes people perk an ear to it, and it's like, oh, really? But then you already know what you've been taught so there's a lot of contradictory things out there and and the enemy will do that he knows the bible better than us and so he plants things he you know and there's people out there speaking and and they're not speaking with the spirit they're they're speaking with head knowledge and not and not spiritual knowledge and so um we do need to we need, need to discern everything everything needs to line up with with the bible um, you know, if, if you go to a church, it needs to line up with the word. It mustn't be contradictory. You know, there's there's some things we we talked we talked about it a few weeks ago. There's um, uh, actually Paul talked about it. You know, there's a, what do you call it, disputable matters. You know, and, and some of the, some things don't matter 
It's not going to affect your salvation or your relationship with Christ. You know, and so, okay, it, it doesn't matter. But but there are some things that do, and, and that's what we need to be aware of. When you hear something, when you hear something, you know, really big about your salvation or, or, or you know, signs of your salvation or signs that you don't have it and stuff and, and you get caught up with that you need you need to seek seek it and seek out counsel you know and, and find out because there is a lot of stuff out there but but the spirit it will go against your spirit the more the closer you get with god the more those things will go against your spirit you know you know in your heart you know this isn't right yeah also talking about um attitude um, you're 100% right on what you're saying, but it goes even deeper because we're talking also. I have people come to me about others sometimes, right? And they're not other centered, they're self centered. Right, right. And so, me being the pastor, I'm not going to give up on them, but I correct them, right? And I tell them that they need to love the other person like that, you know what I mean? Um, I, had a, I had somebody do that to me this week, and then I got a phone call from them asking me not to say anything or this and that because they think that the enemy was trying to use them. You understand? And um, I love that because that shows me that that person's working on it, you know, mm-hmm. that, that they're growing, you know. So it's also that because what it, talk, what it says right there, if we kept reading the, the rest of the verse, it says that it messes with naive people. Mm-hmm. It's not talking about people that, that don't know things. It's talking about people that aren't seasoned in the Lord to accept things and to accept others and, and to be more loving. They get caught up. How many of us how many of us hear something about somebody and because we love the person telling us we get mad at that person? You know what I mean? Right? And we start doing things that aren't right. Mm-hmm. I had somebody in the church one time I can't you guys know the story already, but I had somebody in the church one time that um, was talking bad about a sister in the church. And he went around to each person almost every week, two or three people, until the whole church was mistreating that sister, right? And um, uh, finally it got to me. I wish it would have came to me first, you know, but it finally got to me, and I corrected the person who told me it was wrong, because I know my sister, right? But what bothered me was that most of the church was naive. They, 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 didn't, they weren't seasoned in the Lord enough to, to understand what was going on and stuff. You know, they took, they took sides about something that was none of their business. They didn't even know anything about it. You know? And that's what this is talking about, too, because uh, it's talking about bringing division. We don't bring division as Christians. Amen? If, if division is being brought, it's because it's because people aren't walking with Christ. Because if we're walking with Christ, then the other person is going to be more important than us. You know our agenda or anything you know we're going to love that person and help them through it and um, when it says naive and it's talking about um, people that are naive and knowing christ in such a way that they know that they're mature enough to love that person stuff like that we need to uh, be able to work with each other speak openly and freely to each other but some people aren't there yet and when they're not there we need to have faith but they don't have faith yet we need, to, we need to be strong where they're not strong. We need to bear with one another and love each other right where we're at. So um, that's a hard, that's, it's almost like a, 
like when I first got off of um, drugs, then I knew I couldn't be around my family or my friends anymore. You know what I mean? It's almost like we have to take that kind of stand if we're not mature enough to help that person and right. be okay with the other person. You know what I mean? And then when I matured in Christ, I went back and, and uh, shared Christ with both of those people who know Christ today. But at the time, I would have just went back to doing the drugs. It's like, because like we, me and Amanda can be, we're staying away from our, we have a lot of friends. And we're staying away from the choice because we feel that both of us can be maybe influenced or, or back or you know, think back, oh my God, you know what I mean? So we stay in obedience. So, but in the word, with all that obedience, but also order, because I'm really, I don't know. Well, I feel is, like I feel order in my life, that, that I need you, order. That is what you just read though. Yeah. Read it again, it'll tell you what you first learned, what, you, what you're learning, how to, how to be a be, Christian. How to be a Christian, order. by that order. You understand? Obedient. So yeah, you're 100% so right. So if someone comes to you, <laughs> do you know what volume means? I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you guys ready? Yeah, Mark, we're in Bible study. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's up? Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. It's only been going on for the last 30 years. I've been doing this 30 years. I talk to you on Thursday. Amen. <laughs> Just teasing. What, can I call you back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you. Mr. Cute. Yeah. Mr. Cute. But if someone comes to you and they, you know, my, my comment would be my, my sister, my brother, let's just pray for that person. Let's just pray for any situation, even with my uh, my job. I've been using that a lot. You know what? Whatever's going on, let's just pray because we'll find favor. But but that same way should be with our brothers and sisters, with our family. You know. Yeah, it's a, well, it's yeah, a, your Christianity doesn't end when yeah, you, leave these, yeah. you leave this building. Oh, no, it should you know, be beyond. You're the church. Mm-hmm. You, you take the church. church with you everywhere you go. I feel like we're, we're the same synagogue here, right here, that we take our church. Right here. here we go. The church is in here. Yeah. This building is in our church. It's just yeah. a place to come <laughs> You know, there are times to play is play, and there's time to grow is grow, and there's time and there's time business is business. And I, I've been like seeing all those things little by little. Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I no, wrong? You're right. no, you're right. It's done different levels. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I, me and Armando stayed away from our friends because we feel like we're not. And it's a choice, I think. Until now, we like an example. We were with all of our families, and it was a mind blowing way for us. Everyone were there, mm-hmm. mind blowing. And me and Orlando, we didn't know what, but all we could do is show that we what God is doing to us. And they watched everything. Yeah. But the order, I think, is giving the word and come the vision. Yeah, it's, the thing about it is, and right here it says have nothing to do with them, right? No. What I was trying to say is that, when, it doesn't say exactly like that, but as a word, it says stay away from keep them. Away keep from away from them. them. So, 
But here's the thing, it's not telling us to give up on anybody, okay? Like, no. if you're mature enough, then you need to correct that person, mm -hmm. and, but in love, and, 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 and even still, um, you can see that, I've told you guys a hundred times that um, I've been in ministry 30 years. Oh, it's 110. And the reason why, the reason why, um, the reason why things don't always work out like they're supposed to or this or that because we're not thinking like the world. We, we think about other people first. If, if, we, if we try to build a church like a corporation, this thing would take off and be out of control, but you wouldn't have pretty solid Christian people growing in the Lord. You know, people are more important. You need to you need to work with, with people, and if, if somebody's bringing division, you need to work with them. You know, and if you're not strong enough to do that, you need to stay away from them until you are. When it, when it says stay away from them, it's talking about don't be deceived. Like, like I told you guys, I've had people come to me mad at somebody, right? And, and you can hear their motive. It's almost, to me, it's almost nasty when they come to me with something that's nasty because, because they're going against somebody uh, to get their own way. Do you understand? They're trying that to get other people. To me at work today. Yeah, they're trying to get other people in agreement with them, right? When we're supposed to all it's be in agreement with Christ. Oh, we're no, supposed to all be in agreement with Christ. So we know the word. So we need to, to direct them to the word and that agreement we're supposed to have in Christ. You understand? And I even understand. if even if what they're saying is right, then we need to we need to either stay away from all of it if we're not mature enough to handle it, just like we stay away from like I stay with my family and then my yeah. dad and stuff. Then um, uh, but if we but if we are then we need to, to still try to bring that unity. You know, we've had some situations in Jacob or in and Jacob's told me a hundred times, why don't you bring them together and do this and that? But I've known them long enough, I've been working with them long enough, that if I brought them together, it would have got worse. Mm -hmm. So I tried to work with them individually. You understand? No, so he was, naive. So he, naive. Was actually, he was actually right in some ways, because the Bible says stuff like that, you know? But but when you already know what the outcome is going to be, then you then you find another way Amen. to be able to love everybody involved and still work with them. You know? right. yeah. There's one, I mean, immediate family, but it's like... Um, they attack this other person, right? And I'm here listening, okay? I'm listening, I'm saying, uh-uh. You, you love that person no matter what. That's right. Remember, it's not the person, it's that spirit. That's right. But as a mature, you need to stand firm and just listen and love. Because if you're following, there's order and obedience. It's not time to play around you let them see that growth in you. Yeah. And there are times you could play with a da, 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 or this and that. But right now, let them see, you know, let them see the growth. Because you want to win right. that soul, which, you know, no matter what, you hug that person. Right. When it's time to pray, you hug that person. You love them. You've got to love that person. That's right. Matter of fact, I share that. I think in there too, like keep away from them. I don't think it means like when you uh -huh. see them come and run. No, no it, you greet them and you be social, you be social with them. But, but it, it means like if, if you're not strong enough, don't go hanging out with them. Don't you know? Because you're gonna get caught up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that goes along with that that next verse that naive people. Can, um, 
it just means, like Matt said, you're young in the faith. So if you're young in the faith, you'll easily fall right back into yeah. the world if you hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I can't hang out. I guess we'll figure something else well, out. Uh, <laughs> like I, mentioned, I mentioned Jacob a second ago, right? Because of the situation and he was involved in it too. I, I was not only trying to deal with the situation, but I also had to love my brother and try to get him to see it too so that he can try to get through it, you know? doesn't mean I handled it right. It just means, yeah, it just means I handled it the way that I knew how. You know what I mean? And, and I, if I would have done something about it immediately, then we would have lost both those people. Now, I don't care if somebody leaves here angry or, or sinful or whatever. That's up to them. But I'm not, I don't want to be the person that drives them away from what I'm trying yeah. to bring them into. You know what I mean? So if I can reach them by love and get them to understand what they're doing is wrong, I'm going to do that first. Is it, that's like part of like growing, teaching, correcting. Because like that says that I always should correct us, and we should accept it. We should, but we should. Most people don't. They don't. Yeah. Because it does say this. A lot of us aren't always wise. Because when we're doing things like that, we're not living in wisdom. Yeah. We're living in foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 times Paul had ministry too, where where people were uh, in disagreement. And uh, he was telling the, the, the men that were supposed to be working with them, you know, to work with them because they shouldn't be having the disagreement. You know what I mean? Work and, is work. Yeah, it's, it's not mean. Yeah. It's work is work. Yeah. So foolishness, could that be part a huge part of division in the churches? By foolishness, foolish, it means like, you're not I don't think you necessarily have to teaching. Yeah, it's, hey, it's yeah. living in a teaching that's not right. I don't think you necessarily have to be smart. Angie says hi. The kids say hi. It's just understanding the simplicity. Roger said hi. Once you understand the simplicity, you always know to love your neighbor. You said you're going to be here and love one another. You know, or always be able to. You don't need to know, like. We see foolishness. You see right here. You see right here. You're talking right here. It's right here. It says. Uh, start from here. It says, I urge you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause division. Contrary to the teaching you have learned. So he's talking about what I was just talking about. Uh-huh. Somebody's trying to do something that isn't that's contrary to the teaching that you've learned. Or they do something that and you're gonna cause them to stumble. You understand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you so so that's what I was getting at is is and I see it a lot. I see it a lot. I mean a lot. Like it blows my mind the things I see in here. You know what I mean? And I try not to hold anything against anybody or I try not to I take everything with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? And then I just try to work with that person right where they're at. Because otherwise we're, we're going to be deceiving each other the whole time. And, and, and how do you work with them? You work with them with what you... See, here's the problem. You guys will, you guys will understand me 100%. Here's the actual problem, okay? Every one of us have been that person. At the times that we were acting like that, we knew we were wrong because we know the teachings. There's not one person doing it that knows the teachings about Christ that knows they're not doing it. You get it? And so... So that's where you have to try to reach the person with God's word, with the teaching of God's word. You see it? 
Because most of us know we're just caught up in something, or, or, or we think we have a better. You know, there's been a over my ministry. There's been countless people who could preach way better than I do. You know, and thought they could do it better, and went behind my back, did all kinds of stuff over the 30 years. You understand? And, and I was in agreement with them. They could, but by the by their actions, they weren't capable because of the immaturity that they were showing. You get it? Or I would have, or I would have worked with them in that direction. I want people, Memo surpassed me, I want people to surpass me. You understand? That, that's Christianity. You, you you want them saying, come on, Pastor, catch up. You know? You get it? Anyways. That's growth. Yeah. They're growing, they're mature. Electrical tape. So we always, the truth is we always know. We just have to think about it, you know. But sometimes, like right for myself right now, sometimes I get caught up in things still. Do you want me to just like everybody on else? And I catch myself while I'm caught up. Going there. I'm already caught up and I catch myself. And sometimes I'm so I'm so bold. Sometimes I'm so stubborn and bold I still finish what I was doing. Like I'm, you know, I'm already caught up anyhow or something. It's wrong. We know it. And sometimes I get caught up in awe, like Paul. I heard Paul apologize to three people on Sunday. He got caught up and stuff. Is it three or just two? Oh, just two. Okay. Did you get worldly? A little bit. (laughs) But it was funny, you know. One of them wasn't even his fault. He's apologizing. Trying to cover. One of them was my fault. Like today, one of it was anybody's fault. Both of them, because I said some. I said just some snide little remark about it. Yeah. And then it wasn't right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, honestly, you guys. Here's the thing, honestly. Honestly, here's how I dealt with it, though, okay? These guys, I just laughed at because it was funny, right? But the other person, I just said, look at what actually happened. There was no reason to even be upset. Something else was causing that, that upsetness. Because what actually took place, there was no reason on God's green earth to even get upset about it. Do you understand? So it's like things like that happen too sometimes. We need to know. So this division right here, crossing stuff, this is somebody trying to get their way and actually... They want it their way, and they don't want to hear other people's opinions or change And in Christ, we're a unit. We're one body. We work together. We need to work things out to make it easier for each one of us. We all work together to make it happen. And when that's not happening, there's something all right. You know what I mean? There's a lot. Amen. There's a lot. I had a I had a um, a guy who's not a believer come to my office today, and I've been talking. I've known him for a lot of years, and, and he was talking about this this guy at that works at a Christian university, and he don't want to do work any, anymore there. This guy is supposed to be a Christian. He says he's a Christian, but yet he's talking about how yeah, all he does is sit there on the internet looking at guns and bagging on politics and stuff, and the way he talks is not the way a Christian should be talking. And he goes, that guy's not a Christian. <laughs> you know, and I was, just, was kind of laughing at it, I mean, because you know what? So many of us are like that, you know, we get we get caught up in stuff and 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 pretty soon the light gets a little dimmer and we're not shining as bright as we should be. That's why that's why it's so important to spend the time. Spend the time reading, spend the time praying, spend the time worshiping. And and the main too, they're watching because today at work I was in a meeting, right? I was in a, a conference meeting and 
we had people from India, right? And I'm telling you, like, so many people, and, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm sorry, I couldn't, I, I'm having a hard time understanding, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that again, please? So I can understand what you're saying, so I can right, address it, right? Oh, I'm sorry again, please, can you explain that? So after we were done, someone else from India got it. Oh, okay, hi, Chita, whatever. Anyway, I was able to answer their question, right? So they come after, why are we being so apologetic? Like they're watching, I said, well, because, you know, I didn't understand what they were saying. I don't want them to feel bad or make them feel like, um, you know, I'm not, don't know what I'm talking about, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I felt like they needed to say, I'm so sorry, can you please explain that again? Yeah, approach so Right, too. so approach your character, your voice, because I see, I hear other, my other colleagues, so I'm like, no. You mean they have an agenda? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, darn. Yeah. Our only agenda should be to, to either lead people to Christ or help them grow in Christ. Yeah. That's right. it. You know, if we have another agenda, then that's what we're all working together to bring the harvest to the community. You know, we're all working together to, you know, build our Sunday school. We're all working together to, you know, get it. In the yeah. Spanish, they, they say in Spanish, oh, bring we're, the, we're the village. Yeah. And then, yeah. We say that in Spanish, but we are the village. We are the village. The village. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They say that a lot in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's the right village. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why you go to the church. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're right. One mind, one body, Santa. one voice. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. All right, verse 19. Okay. Everyone has heard about your obedience, so I rejoice because of you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. I think that's awesome to, that, that Paul does that. And he, and he does that in every letter. He's telling 
you know what, everyone's heard about you, and I want you to know that, that you know what, what you're doing is getting out, and you're doing the right thing. You know, people do need to hear that. And we need to let people know when we think they're doing something good or something, you know, let them know. Because, you know, everyone needs a pat on the back now and then, you know. So you never know when you're hitting someone on a down day. And, <laughs> and my body says I want you to be right and doing right and mm -hmm. to stay innocent of any wrong. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. 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 I, I, I see this as like, uh, so he's writing this letter to the people who established the four footings in Rome. So mm -hmm. the, the people that are going to receive this first are people who are going to read this and take it to heart. They're not going to just like, oh, look at this and, you know, uh, they're, they're already walking in their faith because um, people have heard about what they do, right? Um, but he, he's, he's reminding them not to be, uh, not to be fooled by like the ways of doing this or doing that, but be wise in what is righteous, you know, um, and, and to be innocent about what's going on around him that's evil, you know, like, oh, what does that mean, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but that's how, that's the way I see it for, for this letter, because uh, Paul hasn't been there yet. So the only people that are going to get this around are the people who, who have already established, established some footing in Christ already, whether it's at their house, or they have a little building just for it, or a, a lot that a couple people come to. You know, or yeah, whatever it is. You know, because you give this letter to anyone in Rome that didn't have a foot in Christ, they just be like, "What is this? this is, I mean, this is good teaching, but what is this?" You know. But so the, the people who are going to take this are going to, and that's who he's referencing in in, in, in that uh, in that verse there, because they're following what by the obedience, right? Everyone has heard about your obedience, like willing to do it what it takes, what be wise about, you know, um, what is good. Right. Because, like, they're, like, he wrote in this letter, there are a lot of Judaizers out there. Trying to put the law back in there, it's not about the law. When you love one another, you're fulfilling the law. So you don't need to put yourself back under the law. Just start loving people. You know? Well, I was just going to tell you what you did wrong. Yeah. That's it. Most of the ball. I think you understand that too. Yeah. Anything else on that one? Cool. Moving on. I think one. There's like a million verses that you take. Yeah. <laughs> the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. The battle's already been won. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, what, what do we have to worry about? Things can come. Meteors can fall on this earth. We've already won. You know? Christ died for you and everybody else around you. Mm -hmm. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. People tend to get the feeling that when something bad happens to them, that the enemy won't. But yet, you got to trust God has a purpose and a plan. Not not everything is as, is as we see it. You know, um, passing of someone is sometimes a good thing. You know, and and like the Bible says that um, 
Uh, God takes pleasure in the death of his saints. Why? Because they get to be with him now, and they're no longer no longer separated by the flesh. You know, and so, um, but we look at it differently, you know. We get sad because we get attached to people, and, and, and now they're no longer here, you know. So, um, but in this, I like, uh, this, this to me, like, has, has multiple meanings. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. I look at it in one aspect that, um, you know, everything you're going through, God's going God's to gonna handle it and trust him. He's gonna crush it, but I also look at it um, as a, a lot of a lot of times they they thought, and it's the same today. They think Jesus is coming back soon. You know, nobody knows the day or the hour, and so you know, thinking maybe maybe his return was coming soon. Peter even talked about it too, because they 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 received such harsh persecution that he's like, oh, listen, it can't get any worse than this. You know, but yet um, no one knows the day or the hour. We just need to persevere and, and shine our light. But but um, yeah, I, I I love that it's um, any circumstance in your life. You know, just just hang on. You know, even if it appears like the enemy's winning, we know the one. Like Jacob said, um, he's already won with that one. You have to understand that word says we've got a peace. As when you mature in Christ, the same things can happen to you that used to bother you or even ruin you. And they don't ruin you anymore. Now you know that the God of peace is going to conquer that. Or, or he's already conquered it in your life. Huh? Peace, yeah. Yeah. Like he's, I don't give you like the world gives you. My peace. You know what I mean? I say, uh, he was quoting that. My peace, I leave you. No, the peace I give you, my peace. I I don't give us a word. And it is true because um, because it, it is true when you're when you're growing, you're maturing, things won't even bother you. Like today, one of my one of my one of my coworkers, she goes, I'm so mad at Dumplin and I said, Why don't what? About let them doesn't bother me. In the end, I didn't little that I mean in the end. God finds favor, and you become not not. I don't feel, but God brings you here. I'm down here, but God brings you in that spiritual what they wanted to do to me. Today was a little battle, but you know what I mean. It's like you're right. When God gives you peace, whatever situation, circumstances you're going through, you're just gonna go through. You're not even gonna. It's not gonna bother you. It's not gonna be hindering you, backslid or anything like that. It's not. No matter. Sometimes we slip up and and even then we get back to it. It's like, um, and you know what? The more it happens, here's the beauty of it, you guys. This is what really happens. The more it happens, the stronger your faith. Yeah. You know, um, I thought I had the strongest faith. I was going through just like. Gangbusters, like nothing bothers me. I'd see some pressures, Lord, I just keep going. And then, and then, uh, uh, then my wife passed away, and that crippled me. Like my faith was sh- shaken, you know, for like probably about two months. It was really bad for two weeks. But after that, because I just kept coming, like the church saved me. Or I had the church and saved my life. You know, you just keep coming and teaching and doing what you're supposed to be doing. Even just being here and everything, and um, 
But when, I, when God got me through it, I was stronger than I ever thought I could be. Do you see what I'm saying? So every little thing works that way, and the big things work even better. It's like you just get stronger and stronger in your faith. You have peace about everything and anything. It's that hope. Yeah. It's on the other end of it, you'll be in a better spot. Just like my good friend passed away. I'm crushed. I'm crushed. Yeah. I'm crushed. Try give it to the Lord, yeah. give it to the Lord, give it to the Lord, and mm-hmm. He brings you through it. That can happen again, God forbid, yeah. it happens to all of us over and over again. Yeah. And it's not as bad each time, you know, we get closer. Who wants to do the cold? Especially. Ducky. Let's see how it's. Especially if you. Um, if you know they know the Lord. Yeah. Like for me, I rejoice just like you said. Uh, God rejoices over the death of his saints. That's crazy to me, but it's true because we know him. We, yeah, he knows he that. Come here for purpose. Well, yeah, that, but he also knows that he has something far greater for them. Amen. He has something far greater awaiting us. You know, we can't, we can't even fathom it, but we're going to be in God's glory eternally. Like something far greater than we can ever Everything we just talked about, look at all the things in the world that God wanted, to, that God, that Christ gave His life on the Christ on the cross for us to overcome. Okay, uh, jealousy, hatred, unforgiveness, all of these things are not going to exist. We're never going to have a problem with that. The other person, the other person's never going to want us. It's going to be the most beautiful place. You know what I mean? We're never going to want for anything. We're not going to, we're never going to have a need that's not met. You know, he knows something far greater. So when we get God's peace, then the, then the, then the world can't destroy us anymore. Because we, we have what we're going to have eternally, we have now. It's in, it's in God's peace. Amen? So it's, it's just, yeah, it's mind-blowing to me, right? Right. But I love it. And I still get caught up. I'm not perfect. I promise you guys that. I get caught up in crazy things sometimes driving. I had something driving me crazy last week, and I never acted on it, right? Because I could have just went crazy, you know, went off on somebody or this or that. I never acted on it or anything. And then this week, it's like it never happened. And it still hasn't been resolved. But I know that I'm trusting God for it. I know it's going to resolve itself. You see what I'm saying? So, but I could have acted like like the world and then destroyed the whole thing, right? That's I could have brought division. Yeah. You get it? Yes. I could have done this. I could have done that. It could have all been I, 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 I. It could have been bad. You're not a You're mad. I'm a pirate. I don't know why it's just bad for that. I think we're bad because it says the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Amen. Now that's what that's why all the commentaries go with what Paul and Jacob first said, and I agree with it hundred percent. But also that means today. Of course. You understand the God of peace will soon crush Satan. Whatever you're going through, you just put your trust in Him. Mm-hmm. Do the things that you you're, you know that the Bible is teaching you to do, and it's going to crush Satan. He can't have any power over you because the battle's not against flesh and blood. That's what you were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Too. So the battle's not against flesh and blood; it's against the spirit, spirit. realm, right? Mm-hmm. And the Bible says in Corinthians that you and I have a spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus in the spiritual realm. 
what it means is, that's Ephesians 1, 1, 3, right? Okay. What it means is, is that when we're living in Christ, because in Christ Jesus, we have every spiritual blessing in that realm. So when we're living in Christ, and we're in God's peace, and we're being obedient, and we're not going to be moved, right? Then we have power over the things that are happening to us. Not because you and I possess some special power, but because... The obedience we have to Christ is the power to overcome death. Yes. You understand? Yes. And that's how that's how we win each other too. Instead of getting caught up in the division or bringing more division or this or that, that's how you win the other person too. And it's like glory to glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. Faith to faith, faith to glory, glory to glory. Anyways. I am the Holy Spirit talking. I, I'm talking. <laughs> Verse 21. Timothy, my co-worker, sends his greetings to you, as do Lucius, Jason, Sosipater, my fellow Jews. I just sent another I can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was trying to see if there was anything profound or something. No, no, I think that I think it's simple. said it all. I think it's says readings, that's enough. <laughs> I, Turteris, who wrote down this letter. <laughs> I'm going to start making fun of all the words you say. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny? That's Turteris. <laughs> But you know what's funny? I would have just said, like, another name and you moved on. That goes back to half the 20 where it says, the grace of our Lord Jesus. Who wrote down this letter, greet you in the Lord. Same thing, greeting them. Mm-hmm. Gaius, whose hospitality I and the whole church here enjoy, sends you his greetings. Hey guys, Maybe not the same guys. I like Spider. You think so? Back in Jesus' time? Mm-hmm. I don't know, he has to be quite older. Yeah. yeah. yeah it would, I don't know. It'd be 20 years know. after, it'd be at least 20 years after. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people name our guy. It was a common name. It was like yeah. John. The thing I like about the greetings is um, in every action of a greeting, He's telling us how we should be. Right. You know what I mean? We should be guys. Right. Uh, we should have hospitality. And, and, and uh, the whole church should be able to enjoy our hospitality. Arastus, who is in the city, who is the city's director of public works, and our brother, Cordis, sends you their greetings. Now to him who is able, establish you in accordance with my gospel, the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ, in keeping with revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past. Sorry, I kind of feel like I read that wrong. Here, huh? No, no. What he's talking about there is, uh, what's gospel mean? Huh? What's gospel mean? News. news Come on, God. someone new answer. News from God. That's why I was Good news from God. Was like, I was about to. Like, Red lettering in the Bible. Red lettering. <laughs> Good news. Right? 
So All when we, it says now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel, right? So he's talking to the. So this is a direction of to who he's talking to, right? Someone, someone who is able to understand what uh, what what uh, Paul brought forth in this letter, right? It says the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ, in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past. Remember, remember what the history mystery was? We talked about it a couple chapters ago. No. Should I look it up? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? I was talking about Isaiah. We talked about Isaiah a bunch of times about the Messiah. Did you ever say Never once says it. Yes. Do you remember? What number? Down here. 25. 25. On my 25. It says, My now all glory to God, who is able to make you strong, just as my good news says, this message about the good news is gospel. Yes. That's what we were thinking. Oh. <laughs> your, your, Bible, your Bible tells the Bible that the good news No, it's like what well, it was. What were what was revealed after Christ was raised from the dead? Do you remember the verse I had you find for me that one night? It said, "Nobody knows the mind of Christ, or nobody knows the mind of God, except for those that Christ reveals Himself." That's the mystery. The mystery isn't it's the revelation of Christ. The mystery isn't knowing about Him or this or that. The mystery is knowing Him and Him revealing Himself to you. The mystery is that He wants to have a personal, intimate relationship with each one of you. He wants to share Himself with you. you understand? Knowing Him unlocks this whole book. It's yeah. like He said over and over in His in His. Or in his ministry, that um, you know, you have eyes they can't see, you have ears they can't hear, you know. But knowing him and a relationship with him unlocks it all. It's the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Causes the blind to see, the lame to walk, and he opens prison doors and sets captives free. Yes. Amen. Amen. He opened a lot of prison doors. He sure did. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. There's still a few I'm praying about. <laughs> Amen. It's true, though, right? This that verse has actually explained the whole everything we talked about this whole Bible study. All the things we talked about come from that verse. The life change, us understanding the, the part about no division because we right you know all of it is the mystery that only he can share with you. I can share it with you, but until you get it from him, your life's not going to change. The mystery is you receiving the power of the Spirit, His Word coming alive in you. 
Beautiful. It's Christ in me. Christ in me. But now revealed. Be my everything. I'm sorry, he started. But now revealed and made known through prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith. To only the wise, God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yes. Who's the wise? Who's the wise? Who's the wisest king? God. No, earthly king. Which king? David? No, come on. Solomon. Solomon. But he did everything wrong, right? But what was his conclusion? Oh, and what do you what do you instruct us to do? You have to go to read Ecclesiastes. It's twelve nine. Yeah, gonna read it. That's literally what he's talking about. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite verses. I just can't recall it. Come on. I know many verses. Yeah, I'm going to read that 12 9 down. That's 12 9? 12 9 of Ecclesiastes. And where is it at? That is before Isaiah. Right before Isaiah, which is also right before Song of Songs. Oh, yeah. Wow. It opened up to it. I was going to say after Psalms is Proverbs. Yeah. Okay. Let me get there too. I want to read What is it? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve nine. Before we're going to start, because I want to read the end passage. Now, when you're reading through Ecclesiastes, I do recommend reading through because there's some amazing stuff Solomon brings out in there. But all of it is going to be talking about what he did. So he did this, and this is what he got out of it. He did this, and this is what he got out of it. He, he had wisdom in, in the world, and this is what he got out of it. It just keeps going on like that for 12 chapters. And after going through all of these different things, he comes to this conclusion. This is oh, the last few verses. This is the last couple verses. I don't want to count right now. But 9 through 14 is the last verses he comes across. And it says, Not only was the teacher wise, but he also imparted knowledge to the people. He pondered and searched out and set in order many proverbs. That's how we know that it's Solomon. The teacher searched to find just the right words, and what he wrote was upright and true. The words of the wise are like goads. They're collected sayings like firmly embedded nails. Given to one shepherd, he warned my son of anything in addition to them. Of making many books, there is no end and much study wearies the body. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether good or evil. Back to you. Right. So, see you. Thank you for coming. Bye, you guys. Hi. See you, Sarah. Hi. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. I should start calling you Sally. Sally. <laughs> yeah, because she she calls me a different name each time she sees me. Oh. Because okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name the couple times she first came. Sarah. <laughs> I can't remember her name. What? 
Sarah or Solomon? So who taught Solomon Sarah. all that stuff? Sarah. Jesus. I mean, God. Yeah. Same, right. same thing. And but when you were reading that, the the latter half of it, when it was in, uh, instructing, I, I feel you can you can see that in Solomon, he was living the way that God taught him how to live. In the end of his life. In the end of yeah. his life. It, when he was writing that. Yeah. Not, not in the deeds that he was doing, but in that in conclusion, when he was like, keep the commands of this is the holy duty of God, you know? Yeah. Right. The whole time he's writing to the young man, when I, what, what I saw too when he was, when I studied through that, he had such knowledge that he wanted to test everything he knew. So he did the worst things you could he did everything. He even sacrificed his children to other gods. Everything. He did everything he could imagine. He had thousands of wives. He had mm-hmm. much gold. Solomon. He was the richest king of all of Israel, and no one could be richer than him. And the wisest. And also the wisest king of all of Israel, and no one's going to be as wise as Solomon. But he used his wisdom. Other than Jesus. He used his wisdom like a scientist, really. And he investigated everything by actually doing the actions. When you read through there, he tells all these things, you know, but it's like, unless you can read about him, but, um, but his conclusion was after doing everything the world had to offer and more, I mean, things you and I could never even dream of doing, we did. No, it's David's child's son. Oh, okay. David's son. David's son. David's son. David's son. David's son. Yeah, that's why I'm like, what? Okay, I'm not son. David's son. Freaking myself out over here. So, yeah, he was the writer. He was the writer of these gifts, Songs of Solomon and Ecclesiastes. And Proverbs. Yeah, he, he, the thing, what I was getting at. Is he was a wise guy, and probably one of the wisest men to ever live, and uh, he did it all and had that conclusion. It says, "Fear God and follow the commandments," right? And, and the only way he really understood that was knowing who God was, and knowing at the end of his life that he should be living, he should have lived that the whole time, right? Because he said, "All that is useless. All that stuff that he he wrote down, and all that." He said. Fear God and follow His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. <laughs> yeah, he says in Proverbs, like, "You know your you know your wise when you learn." Yeah, I love that. Oh yeah, I can actually. I know exactly where that one is. It's very remorseful at the end. Be like, "Wow, it's I'll tell you in two seconds. Well, you know, uh, how I see it is like, you know, you know, like when people. Oh, have done a lot. So that's gonna be cool. They give a lot when they get saved. Like the, the, well, what you the grace they see, the mercy promising. they have is there's yeah. a lot of it. I see it the way that Solomon. Because he did all those things. He did everything. That's gonna be wild. So when he figured it all out, you know, um, he even killed family. Yeah, I mean, he was married to every nation pretty much. The yeah. first half of Proverbs <laughs> one. Yeah, talks, starts talking about the very beginning of knowledge and how to like, achieve knowledge or wisdom, not yeah. knowledge. And um, he, he married 700 women of royal background. That's how he stayed out of wars. 
Yeah, he would. He united the whole world, the whole known world around them at the time. And he married the, the other king's daughters. You know, kind of like monarchies, where yeah. they, like, yeah. they marry yeah. off their children. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of the same thing. So he would just marry all the king's and all daughters, their, or all their just make peace. All their idols, all their all that, all yeah. And then he partaked in all of it, even the sacrifice of their children. Yeah, it says that he had, I can't remember exactly, I'd have to find it, but it's, yeah, it said that he had like 300 countrywide. Contraband, which were otherwise that weren't yeah, yeah. I know what they are, but I watched it. Contraband is like, like against something. <laughs> yeah, concubine. Contra against. I guess I have to read Why behind all that? What was that? Why? Why? Why did God allow that? Right. So we could all know it. I want to know too. I That's mean, how I see it. It was for the rest of us. You read Hosea yet? Otherwise, we don't do it. Hard examples. Think of it like this. He tells, he tells her. He tells him to marry a prostitute. Yeah. And he has to buy his own wife back to have relations. And he and he uses that whole book. Why would he tell somebody to do? He uses that whole book to show us how we're an adulterous generation towards him. He also told um, told him that that's how Israel was behaving towards him. Because yeah, we're buy them back, and then they still want to get into it. I remember telling that because I'm reading Genesis, and I'm like, my God, what? Why did God allow all that stuff? I mean, that's. Well, wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Though. I can answer you. I can answer you. I can no. I can answer you right now. I can answer you right now. Why does God allow all the stuff you do? True, true. He gave his choices. We're no different. We're no different. But this right here, 700 and without, all that. Listen, like, without Christ, without Christ, if you had power and money and authority, you would probably be doing crazy stuff. True, though. Without Christ. Do you understand? True, we, we do power crazy enough stuff. We do crazy enough stuff now. Well, we like, do he had 700 wives of royal background. So I said, yeah. And he was so out there. It. Oh, it was in First Kings. 300 countrywide. Yeah. Thousand wives. You should read to them what it cost to feed them every day. Oh my gosh, cattle after cattle after sheep, like huge things of wheat. Because it wasn't just them. He had to provide for all their servants who took care of his families. But like, like, like Jacob said, power now. Okay, back then. It corrupts and it corrupts forward. Corrupt, like now, now today, power corrupts. Okay. Yeah, like very, like I used to be naive, and I used to go, if I had all the power, I'd make this great nation greater. <laughs> and I know now, like, right. nah, I'd probably just fall into the same dumb things that they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, like, you would. Just like everybody else. Yeah. You're saying that True. someone wants a dollar, they want some millions of the lottery, and I'm like... That's how come God never let me do it because He knew it would corrupt me. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be doing what He told me to do. Yeah. So I just accept what He does give me. <laughs> he knows the best. He created us. I was telling him the other day, my whole life, every time I knew it was from God and I knew it was, I was being blessed, it was right to the penny. And I told him, I, I, I like, but I never got greedy and asked for more zeros. But I was telling him I should. Like every time I got something like that, I, I should ask for more.
or zeros um, on them. He just put a put it in the stock market and make money off of four people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah. So we did it. Yes. Well, Made it through Romans. So we actually got to bail up because I have Drinking soda again, huh? Drinking soda again, huh? You need aspirin? I think I have an aspirin. Oh, I have aspirin. It's going to really do it. You got some? I got some. I got some. First Kings. 4, 22 through 28 talks about the food. First Kings what? I'll read the whole thing. Let me find it in the Bible so I don't read it off my phone. Better You and I can work a whole year and not be able to pay for this food. Oh, yeah, no, this is insane. <laughs> This is like a, Rapid he pretty much ate a day. This is what he ate daily. Um, so starting at 22, it says, Solomon's daily provisions were 30 cores of fine flour, 60 cores of meal, 10 head of stall-fed cattle, 20 of pasture-fed cattle, and 100 sheep and goats, as well as deers, gazelles, Robux and choice fowl. For he ruled over all the kingdoms west of the river from to Gaza and had peace on all sides during Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel. And then it goes on to. Wow. What, are you, what are you reading? Wow. Um, that was First Kings, First Kings. 4.22. It was talking about the food that Solomon daily had. That was a daily. That was wow. daily. And those things that we eat were probably the size of this table around. Here. Yeah. Wow. Just for him or for his family? For him and wow. his family. The whole, the whole family. You have to understand, too, if you read the whole thing, he didn't just have to feed his family. His family were royalty, so they had slaves taking servants. care of them. Servants. They had to take care of the servants as well. Yeah. Servants. Yeah. The whole households. Wow. So, see you guys. All right, so before we start, Mark, mm -hmm. I'm trying to do a thing with you guys. And the first thing, though, is I want to read uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. You guys? 1 Corinthians? And I want, I want, I want to use this um, not only in the way the text is showing through, through she its... She knows uh, what Bible study. She's still calling it. It's first. <laughs> um... Yeah. No, it's Cali. First Corinthians. First thirteen. Yeah, First Corinthians thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> 13, 13? Yeah, I encourage you guys to read the whole chapter. You guys, you guys heard it a hundred times, probably from that. Okay. That's what I got. Um. But um. I want I want you guys to remember this verse particularly when we go through the through the the gospel. So you want us to read? Oh, we can. What? What are we doing now? It's just uh, First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. Love is the greatest. 
every time I move the so so in this context he's he's talking about your actions mm -hmm. right yeah. and um, if you get down real to the needy and greedy of the, the gospels is that it teaches you how to how to live your life as well and so when we go through these teachings in the book of Mark since it's talking about the actions here if you guys are confused in reading something in the Gospels, remember these three things. Faith, hope, and love. And love is the greatest of these things, right? Um, so um, when we go through this, uh, I was hoping that if you guys are, are willing, uh, instead of Jordan, Matt, or Paul, or I, uh, instead of us reading it, we all take turns reading a section. Um, it'll, it'll keep us more engaged. And I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on it more than just, uh, because you guys can teach me something. You know, like I can only teach you so much. And I've, I've done a gospel with you guys, for the most part, with you guys before. Um, but I want to hear where you guys are at, you know, um, because it encourages me, you know. Um, like Jackie's been a huge encouragement to me lately, oh, and oh. and um, <laughs> so sweet lips and those little cheeks. <laughs> but I, I would like to I would like to hear from all you guys, you know, um, from from a, from a, a spiritual perspective from this first thirteen. So if you guys are up for it, um, wait a minute. I thought we were talking about Mark. We are. We are talking about. He's talking about every time we're reading. Keep your mind focused on, on those three things. Because when you're because the gospel teaches you how to use how to live, right? And what this passage is talking about is that you have to focus on the actions you're supposed to show to one another. So if you take these three things, and you see them in the teachings, that Jesus gave teaches us, so if you take these three things, and you see them in the teachings that Jesus teaches us, or in in the in the aspect of the the context of it, we can have a deeper understanding. We we unlock the the door to the gospel. You know, and uh, when we think of those three things, and when we we look at it, the most, the greatest one, we can see so much more. You know, so if you guys are up for it, it's not. It, yes. You know. Yes. Nine minutes gives your prayers. Yes. In, I was going to say, in. since we have nine minutes, what would be even better too is we'll read through this, and then you guys read it at home too. All of us do, not read just what? you guys. This passage oh, and more, you guys. Um, yeah, you guys right. heard it a million times. But you told us to read Mark. That's what we're at. Mark. 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 That's what we're talking about. Mark. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Read Mark. Well, if you read Mark, I'm trying to tell you you're reading it twice. That's completely fine. And then if you read it twice, you're reading it four times. That's good. Because that's Mark. That's but, when everybody's gonna really enjoy. But because uh, we read through you know, this, now, right? Uh -huh. Well, we read through this because we don't have the full time to be able to get into the nitty gritty of everything. And so we'll read through it. And then you guys read through it at home, too. So we, when we come back Thursday, we all have something to share about it. Something we all got about it. So read the whole book of Mark? So, so <laughs> you don't have to do the whole book, just at least the first chapter. I actually wanted to. to uh, Sorry. I wanted to pray over yeah. pray over this this gospel first, you That's know, come better. together and uh, and kind of ask for like a uh, 
a refreshment, you know, like a refresher to, to help us all get excited to fan the flame a little bit in, in, in this reading. Um, that's you. Yeah, that's what I really wanted to do. And, and because the, the Gospel of Mark, it flies. It goes 100 miles an hour compared to the other Gospels. And one minute you're here, one minute you're there. It's not, it's not, it's not like the chosen where they tie everything together. It's just one minute they're there, one minute you're here, over here, you know. So, oh, one day he was here, one day he was here, one day he was here. That's it jumps. Yeah, it jumps. Yeah, it just goes 100 miles an hour because uh, Mark is just getting the good news out there, and um, I feel it's very important to see, see the. Yeah. Okay. Because um, they they've made a movie. On, on the Gospel of Mark, and it flies. It flies. As a matter of fact, that's what I was going to watch. Yeah. You, you sit there; it's like a, it's like a two and a half hour <laughs> yeah. movie, and yes. you're done. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was going to. And watch it literally it. goes to the whole that Gospel. They act it out in the back, but like good. as you hit certain points, it just and then you're over here, and then you're over there. You know. So it, movie was, uh, it, it, it the goes to the movie on that. Yeah. Yeah. They did all the gospel. Yeah. Is that going to be on my YouTube? It's on YouTube. Do I have that on my Roku? Yeah, the book of Mark, it just like goes right to the straight Yeah, just straight to the point. Straight to the point. It's nothing special. I mean, it is very special. now. Part of it's probably, you know, like, Mark, Mark, Mark might not have, you know, came in until, you know, a little bit later. So then he he wrote what he remembered. Remember. I, I, I want to say he was like, like a young teenager. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Someone who was at the age of understanding what was going on around him. Hey, was Mark a disciple? They say it. No, they say it was like John Mark. They think it was John Mark who went with Paul and Barnabas out and then abandoned them, you know, um, later. They think that's the Mark. That's an axe. But that's an axe. yeah, but but <laughs> she's like, I don't remember. The only the only two disciples that wrote gospels were John and Matthew. Of of the twelve. Jesus had many disciples. There were a lot of people that followed him. So he sent out seventy-two at one point. And so I think there's more gospels outside of the out of the Bible. Oh yeah, it's just they don't take that spiritual. Mm-hmm. What did you say about Paul and what? Oh, oh, uh, Barnabas, John, oh, John Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, John. They think it was John Mark that. Uh, that wrote the Gospels for John and Matthew. That's what it is. Yes, that's the one. Okay. 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 So I just wanted to do a, I just to do a quick prayer. I agree. Over, over Mark. Over the Book of Mark, so Amen. you know that we get a refresher, you know, because I need a refresher, you know, like, you know. Uh, so I'd like a. <laughs> God, that's way spiritual refresher. Oh, I meant you know. I have a hard time remembering. Okay. And it's gotten worse since I hit my 60s. I mean, you know. You know. I just like, too much wait, I just off. read that. What was that? Yeah, oh my gosh. Mine's always been that way. But you know, I can, well, actually, 
Oh yeah, the dark days will definitely kill your memory. But I can tell you this, as bad as my memory is, when I'm talking to someone and and um, their spiritual questions come up, God brings the, the Holy Spirit draws those out. And so the memory becomes not an issue. And you spend, the more time you spend, he tells you, the, my words I have written on your heart. Yeah, that's why 1313 I want to focus on when we read it uh, because Paul's talking about actions in that chapter right it's an love is an action right and and Jesus teaches us how to love one another so if we see the scriptures with that verse 13 it's like a shortcut yeah, that's what I like to call it. Okay, yeah. it's kind of like a shortcut because faith love and hope are in that you see so, so when we read it, if you guys want to, we can open up with it every every time to remind us, and then whoever reads the passage that day, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys. Not just, you know, not just the same old four people. Yeah, because Matt can talk for hours, but you know. <laughs> that's why nobody else talks. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. But it, it, you know, I think it would be, I think it'd be a cool change, and uh, it would help us all grow. So. That's why I also said we're going to yep. go home this, <laughs> so that you guys have something to share when it comes back to it. We must be Mark right now. Let me just get just lay it out. You want to be here till like one? We can. No, I was just going to oh, like give a work tomorrow. You, you see, I was just going to summarize the book real quick. Jesus came. Jesus died. Or Jesus came. Jesus did some things. He died on the cross and rose again. All for us. He healed. And somebody made promises they shouldn't have before they realize what they promised. Amen. Amen. There you go. Summarize. I'm just kidding. All right. So you guys ready? Yes. Let's pray. You guys want to come join us in the crown and all, or you guys want to stay right there? Looks like they're good. It looks like they're in the sun. Indecisive. Come on. You should be too. <laughs> all right. Heavenly Father, uh, we uh, we come before you today, Lord, and we want to we want to ask for your blessing on this next bookmark that we're going to go through, Lord. Uh, we want to ask that uh, that you give us a, a little fan on our flames, Lord, and that uh, that every one of us could share with with excitement and with confidence, Lord, no matter where they're at, and uh, help us. Have you teach us all of something, Lord? Whether we're we're seasoned or whether we're naive in the faith, Lord. Bless the bless our next book, Lord, and uh, uh, help help more people come to see see the good news that you have for us. Um, we're the same people that that keep keep showing up, and uh, I think we're getting getting to that point with everything that you've taught us so far, Lord, that, that you can bring more people to this uh, to these studies, Lord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, help encourage us all to want to be here with each other and learn from each other, Lord. Help us uh, get into that, that, that state of mind that, that is humbling so we can, we can really sit and learn from one another, Lord. Uh, and, and that's it, Lord. We thank you for for putting together this good this good book and 
having you open our eyes to the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Where is it? I think we're at prayer time. I got none here. That's because everybody was just so awesome waiting for the mark, right? <laughs> I'm sure. I got, I got a prayer request. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I've been... Uh, Glenn Helen, there's a project going on over there. And I put together the bid today. Uh, there's a lot of electrical companies that are trying to get in on it. It's a big lighting project. So. What part of Glen Helen? The regional park. The amphitheater the park. itself? Or? The park itself. Park. Oh. Yeah, they're going to replace all the lighting. Wow, cool. Yeah. I go by there a lot. Yeah. I feel like I'm there all the time. They've been changing up that park big. Every day. Yeah, over the day. Yes, they are. Like that, it, that the number that we give is a blessing if you give it to us. Kind of thinking how like it's it's the Lord's will, you know. And if if our number is too high or too low, you know, give it to somebody else. You know, give it to the people who we deserve to have it. Yeah. Um, Jackie, you should pray for Jackie. Mm. Oh, actually, yeah. The prayer requests are yeah. doing better. David's with her. Yeah, they're just done. Yeah, we all got Oh, I know. Let's continue praying. And, um, and I want to pray for um, my daughter, Calvin and Callie. They were at church. And today, when I was talking to her, I could tell that the enemy was coming in to discourage them. Gets us all happen. Yeah. I know all. many people. Daily. Very strong. Many Stay people, strong. when they first came to the day, they started well, stepping up into things that. Oh, he's always there trying that to. That the mind started playing tricks on them. They're like, oh, okay. am I good enough? Am I good enough? Am I this? Am I that? Yeah. Right, he's got to remind them that that's the enemy. He's always going to try to do this. Okay. So, wait, so there should be a disclaimer on there. <laughs> when you ask, when you say this prayer, <laughs> you're going to get it. <laughs> I warned a couple people before I said the prayer because I already seen where the life was at. Oh, Jeremiah being one of them. I warned him. I'm like, you know, you right when you say this prayer, there's going to be things in your life that are going to change. One, when you say this prayer, you're going to be closer to the Lord, but at the same time, it's the enemy's not going to help you. It's not very good. Yes, he still said the prayer, and who knows? The Lord does. Any others? Just the time to leave prayer, Jacob. Any others? I'm just in the back it's, it's, it's there, but it's, it's down there. We're all you know, I'm good. I'm at a four right now. I'm good. There's prayer for the I'm good. The Lord's got me. <laughs> Oh, and Orlando in his stomach. <laughs> his other end. Thinking of you, Orlando. <laughs> Definitely thinking of all of you. I oh. oh. uh, also pray for Allie. She's having a tough, tough, uh, a tough time with uh, sickness and stuff. Yeah. Everything's messing with her. Right. We'll get better. Yeah, it will. Battle fast. She just got to the second trimester, though, so. Amen. She made it that possible. Did she bring the sickness to be going away? Hopefully. 
Oh, I'm sure. Tell her not to worry about it. It'll go away. The more you worry, the worse it'll be. The worse it'll be. Because, and that's the truth, because, uh, yeah. And they eat all the right stuff. You know, don't eat the wrong stuff. Yeah. Stay active. That's really key. Stay active, yeah. It'll it'll pass. Working at the school and everything's going to happen. People that are so sick, the first four months of their pregnancy, and then they're. Blah. They're fine. Me, I never got sick. I was lucky. Not a minute. I was so happy. I think so healthy. <laughs> so pregnant. <laughs> the other person I would actually bring up for prayer is uh, my coworker Jimmy. Because today I don't know why I think but I don't know. It was uh, nice to see Antoine on Sunday. It was. Uh, my coworker Jimmy's an atheist. He sits right next to me. And I've already told you guys a couple of few stories that um, hit him with trying to talk about the Lord, trying to push the Lord slowly in because he doesn't listen. Right when he mentioned the Lord, he'll shut down. So you got to Yeah. And that's why I've been trying to do, but there's been a couple cases. Today was one of them. Uh, a different co worker that sits on the other side of uh, being is Daryl. And he had mentioned something about oh he was mentioning something about like a neural link or something and the way he said it sounded like the uh, mark of the beast the way he was talking about it and i said well at that point i'll be in heaven and he just like both of them both of them <laughs> because they immediately knew what i was talking about and so just keep them in prayer um i know the lord's calling them and the lord's tugging at their hearts but they're just like everybody else in the world. We all got to make our own choices. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying pray for them because I want them to have the opportunity. She was here on Good News. Wasn't yeah. Well, that, that was, was her grandma. Or Matthew's grandma. I have we we did see her before. Yeah, we the, the week beach. before. We saw her at the groceries. Yeah, at the oh, grocery yeah. store before we went up to the beach. And so she came here. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's a powerful tool. Amen. As long as we believe. Right. Oh, we do. We do. I pay. If you doubt, it's nothing going to happen. So, speaking by faith, you know what we're talking about. Doubt. All right. Let us pray. There be Father, just, Lord, first off, thank you for the study. Thank you for the opportunities that you've brought up, Lord. The people you brought here, Lord, we do ask that you would bring others, Lord. Not just this. I know you're growing this group, Lord. I know you're growing the hearts and growing us into leaders and wherever we're supposed to be in the church, Lord. And your, your body, Lord, you're growing us up to be the Father. We thank you for that, Lord. We ask that you would have your hand over each and every chair in this church, Lord. That you would bring the people, bring the people that are supposed to fill them, bring the people that are supposed to fill the positions. Everything for you bring the, the workers and the people. Oh, we just ask that you 
at the end of this next study room. I know we already prayed on there, but we just ask to hand over the whole thing. The people who are supposed to be here here, Father, we ask that you bring them here. The people that are going to be teaching it that night, that passage, Lord, says that you would reveal that to that person, each and every week. We just ask that, Lord. Because we don't want to be speaking out of our own meaning, but out of your means, Lord. And Lord, we just ask that you would just have your hand over this church, Lord. Prepare this church for what's coming. Lord, we ask your hand over Jacob's bid, Lord. Have the numbers be exactly what it's supposed to be, Lord. If he's supposed to have it, Lord, if his company is supposed to be the Lord, and he's supposed to work it there because you're going to bring someone that's going to, he's going to talk to or whatever, Lord. Whatever the case, Lord, you know. We just ask that you would just make the numbers perfect. Have those numbers that Jacob put in perfect, Lord. The exact numbers that get him to live and the exact numbers that are are going to bring out the right the right ones we just ask that you hand the over the Lord at the same point if he's not if his company and him are supposed to have it Lord then we ask that you would just give it to someone who is supposed to have it your will be done Lord Lord we ask for hand over Jackie Lord be with your Lord we know there's a lot going on with the strokes and everything and we thank you that she's doing better Lord and we just ask that you would just continue to be with her, continue healing her, strengthening her, being her rock. Because every time I see her, she's doing stuff that even the young people, even me and Jacob, and a lot of us don't do. She's sitting there on her hands and knees playing the church every single week. Half the time is twice a week. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for that part. She has that heart for this church, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We just ask that you would continue to be with her, Lord. Help her, strengthen her, and continue to be being that foundation, Lord. We ask that you would have your hand over Mary Jane and on that sense too, Lord. Have your hand over her headaches, Lord, you know, that she gets them a lot, Lord. We just ask that you would just keep them at bay. I say that because I know Mary's heart, she doesn't mind if she has them a little bit more but when it gets to too much she she can't be here because she can't uh, focus she can't hear it she's in too much pain you know we just ask that in my heart i would just ask that you would move it entirely Lord. but your will be done Lord. it's just keeping that day at least though so that she can be here hearing the word doing the things she wants to do Lord. help her help her at least we ask that your hand would also be over Armando, Lord, the struggles he's having with his back and everything, Lord. Everything. Help his whole body, heal his whole body, Lord. It's not just his back, it's not just that thing or the other, Lord. Heal his entire body. Help him to be able to be here, Lord. Be able to do the things he loves, because I know every time he's here, he loves it, Lord. He loves being in fellowship with him being one with the body, help him be able to be healed. we also ask for him to wear Alyssa, Lord, just calm the anxiety, the scaredness, anything that's going on through her mind, Lord, and we also ask that you ease the sicknesses, Lord. Just be with her through all, Lord. Help her to get through this next trimester, Lord, and 
be able just to have a clean to the, the whole way of water. Just be with it. Have your hand over there and protect the leader and grab the leader. And the rest of the family. Be with the whole family. And Lord, we ask your hand over Calvin and Callie, Lord, what's going on with them, and ask for protection over them. Remove the enemy, Lord. Things come up, and at the time it's our own thoughts, Lord, our doubts, our humanness, Lord, that sometimes the enemy does hit, and sometimes the enemy does push. He knows exactly where to hit us, and he knows exactly what he's doing for us. And we just ask that you strengthen them. Have your protection over them, over their minds, over their household, Lord. Have them be prepared, Lord, for, for your walk, Lord, the walk you're leading them into, Lord. Just be with them every step of the way. Your word says that you never leave or forsake us, Lord. We just ask that open up. Be with them and lead them and guide them, Lord. Strengthen their, their walk every single day, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over Matthew's mom, Lord. Whatever's happening and whatever's going on in that family, Lord, just you provide for them, Lord. We ask that you just help them to be strengthened by you, Lord. Whatever's going on in their life, Lord, just lead them and guide them, Lord, protect them. Help them to be able to walk with the grace of the Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over my co-workers in your barrel, Lord, just be with them, Lord. Keep, keep calling them. Keep having the people in their lives to be that example, Lord. Just whatever happens, Lord, we just ask that you would give them every opportunity, Lord. Every opportunity to accept you, Lord. Where words are needed, we ask that you prepare the person to have the words, Lord. Whether it's me, Dad, or anyone else, Lord. Just be with the person. Lord, we ask these things in your name, and we ask your hands over all of us as we go home. Peace, and we say. Amen. Amen. Amen.